We're two modern mamas with a goal to inspire empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, and joy, no matter your journey, gender, or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I'm a level one CrossFit trainer, a licensed and certified athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology and mama to Baron Camille. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. of the Modern Mamas podcast. I am super, super excited to introduce our guest today, who I kind of connected with as a fluke because I decided to try a new product, fell absolutely in love with it, posted on social media, and then the beauty of social media, as you guys know, is that it brings amazing people together, um, like-minded people, people who... I don't know, the universe wants to connect. And so I'm so grateful for that. And so without further ado, I'm going to introduce to you guys, Amy Upchurch. She is a military spouse and mother of five kids. She started Pink Stork from her own personal struggles. During her first three pregnancies, Amy was diagnosed with hyperemesis gravidarum. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, which is extreme morning sickness, which I can only imagine the intensity of that because I had my own, um, I was very, very nauseous until about week 16, but I don't think it was to your level. And I'm sure we'll dive into that. Um, she contracted a blood infection. And at one point the doctors gave her and her unborn baby 24 hours to live, which makes my whole body break into goosebumps. It's so gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, she didn't feel she was very good at being pregnant. When she found out she was pregnant with baby number four, she chose to take a different approach. She worked with doctors, nurses, and midwives to find an all-natural route to find relief in her pregnancy, and she had an amazing fourth pregnancy because of it. Her journey inspired her to start Pink Stork. So cool. Such an incredible story, and I love how you took your own experiences and created something so magical for other mamas so they don't have to deal with the hardship that you've dealt with. So Amy, thank you so much for being here. We are so excited to have you on the show. And um, I selfishly am super excited just to be able to pick your brain about everything you've been through and where you are now. So thank you for being here. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to, to be part of your show. So thank you. Yeah, it's such a treat. So we were just chatting before we jumped on about how you are currently wearing your seven-week-old daughter. So congratulations. That's super exciting. Baby number oh. five, yes? Yes, Gloria. She's Gloria. she's asleep. So we'll see how quiet she stays. Hey, that's fine. Our listeners know because I, I was like, we've been doing the podcast for about a year. So I was pretty pregnant when we started it. And right. um, so the listeners have kind of heard me go through the final stages of pregnancy and then like nursing while I was recording. And <laughs> our daughter Evie has been on the show many times. <laughs> so as she gets older, nice. it's definitely harder. But um, yeah, it's fun. We like baby noises around here. So well, good. Well, I'm excited to be here. So thank you. So such a treat. So we like to start off with just a fun kind of icebreaker question. So my question for you before we dive in is what is one thing you are most excited about for this summer? Oh, geez. <laughs> um, well, so we just moved to Florida and I can't, we were in Pennsylvania. My husband was in the military, lived all around and I'm so excited for the beach. So it's so nice just to be in Florida at the beach. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. We live in Santa Cruz, and so we are about like a half a mile from the beach, and summers here are just magical, especially weekdays. <laughs> I try to oh, avoid yes. the beach on the weekends because it's just that people, everyone comes over the hill to get to the beach. So 
picking and choosing yes. living somewhere like Florida or Santa Cruz, you can go to the beach on the off days sometimes, especially if you uh, work for yourself, I imagine. But we're going to dive into that a little bit more <laughs> um, down the road here. So that sounds awesome. The beach is the best. Um, yeah. What's the weather so like there now? Um, it's pretty warm. We've been getting some like wicked thunderstorms in the afternoon, oh, which cool. is just really cool too yeah. to see because in Pennsylvania and DC, I guess we had some thunderstorms, but not like you do when you, you live in Florida, you get those summer thunderstorms that come through with lots of lightning and thunder. So my kids are like, they love it. They so think it's cool. so cool. <laughs> so how old are your kids? You have five The Gloria's seven weeks. What, how, what are your other ones? Uh, genders and ages. So Gloria's, you know, seven weeks old. Mm-hmm. And then we have Christian. He is three. Then I have Victoria, who just turned five. America, who just turned seven. And then John Hamilton, who just turned eight. So wow. all our kids are like born in the month of like March and April. So yeah. everyone kind of like rotates <laughs> the next so year. So. <laughs> I love it. Cool. Um, so they, yeah, they must, are they enjoying the move? Um, they're, I mean, you know, we've moved probably like 10 times in the past eight Uh, years. So, so they're, they, I don't know. They always love to go though. They're they're enjoying Florida and being around family, which is where both my husband and I are from. So, um, it's a treat to be back, to be back around family again. And then what's, how do you, I'm just kind of going on tangents here, but just out of curiosity, because you move so much, how, um, what's their education like? Do you homeschool or are they, are they switching schools or what, what does that look like for them? So being in the military, um, homeschooling was really popular and I started homeschooling our first one cause we were in like the middle of a move and I've stuck with it. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, we homeschool. I, I can't say I personally do it. I have a, a teacher that comes in and, and teaches, um, you know, like a private tutor. Wait, you can't, them, you but- can't homeschool your children, your children and be an entrepreneur and own your own business. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I try, but I make sure that their education is covered by having some backup. We can't do it all. That's amazing. I love it. We're we're kind of thinking we might go that route as well. So that's super cool. And they they seem to love it. I bet that makes moving a little easier versus like pulling them in and out of different schools. Right. No, it does. It definitely does. And, you know, being just an entrepreneur, you never know where life's going to take you. So Mm -hmm. I figured this is the best, at least for today, this is, um, you know, some type of stability that I can provide to them is just, you know, homeschooling. They don't have to worry about switching schools, which, you know, I'm sure they'd figure it out too if they, if I chose that route, but, um, but we're enjoying it today. It fits, it fits our needs today. That's awesome. And so do you hire a new homeschool teacher everywhere you move or does someone come (laughs) with you or how does that work? Yeah. So pretty much yeah. <laughs> yeah, we look for, you know, a new, a new teacher kind of every destination yeah. where, wherever life goes. That's awesome. I love it. Cool. Well, we might have to have you back on and do a whole episode on homeschooling because we have a lot of, we get a lot of questions about it. I have a lot of questions about it. I, you know, it's something that I think we're going to, a route we'll, we'll probably take. So I love it. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Of course. Yeah. I think it's growing rapidly just mm-hmm. as more and more people. It just get provides your family so much flexibility. Yes. Um, and it's great for your kid. I mean, I can't say enough wonderful things about it. So yeah. it's, it's definitely a, time, a leap. So. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I used to be a high school English teacher. And so for me, it's kind of like, okay, I could, I could probably do it and then maybe bring someone in to help fill in the gaps. Cause like math and right. science, not my jam, but reading, writing <laughs> that stuff. I'm, I love it. So that's cool. 
Awesome. Okay. Well, I would love to hear now a little bit more about your story. Um, so a little bit about HG. So that's what I'm going to call it. Cause that's, a, those are big words and sometimes words are hard. So hyperemesis, gravidarum, and then, um, just your story, how you got to where you are now, um, how pink stork came to be. Uh, I know that our listeners are be eager to hear a little bit more about how you got where you are. For sure. Yes. Um, so let's see, I started back with my first pregnancy, John Hamilton. Um, I had just moved to Virginia. My husband and I had just got married. He was doing training for the Marine Corps um, up in Virginia. And lo and behold, I found out I was pregnant. And, you know, those first few weeks, I was throwing up, throwing up, throwing up. And I was thinking to myself, like, oh, my goodness, no one told me. Like, I'd always heard morning sickness, you know. But no one told me it was going to be this bad, this bad. Like, literally, I laid in bed and would vomit about 40 times a day. Um, You know, my doctor was just kind of like, yeah, like, just watch it. And then by like week five or six, I found out I was pregnant really early just because I was feeling so bad. Um, he diagnosed me with hyperemesis gravidarum HG. Um, and for the people listening that aren't familiar with HG, um, that's that's the same thing that I always tell people, you know, that Princess Kate had that kind of they'll be like, oh, yeah, aha moment. Princess Kate had the HG. Um But I also like to think of it as like explain it as morning sickness on steroids. It is miserable and I do not wish it on my worst enemy. Um, I, 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 I pretty much lived in the hospital with feeding tubes and, um, IVs and I wasn't able to keep down anything. Um, you know, sometimes they would let me come home, but I'd have like my IV pole, they'd send me home with a pick line. And, um, at one point I ended up contracting a really bad infection called a Cenobacter. Um, it, in Cenobacter is like the same bacteria that shut down the entire Walter Reed hospital in Washington, DC. So it was a very, very, very nasty bacteria. And they gave my son and I 24 hours to live at this point. Do they have um, any idea how you got that, where it came from? So, so I, I, yes, it's very intense. It's pretty common in like ER rooms. So potentially I could have, I don't, I don't know this for sure, but I'm just saying potentially I could have contracted it through coming in the ER. It's also pretty prevalent in Afghanistan. Um, and, you know, being in the military, I was around just a lot of people that had you know, been exposed, been over in Afghanistan. So I'm not exactly sure how I contracted it, but long behold, there it was. And, um, you know, I found myself literally fighting for my life, um, with John Hamilton. Um, so, you know, they gave me 24 hours to live at this point. Um, I was probably about 25 weeks pregnant and, um, just, I I remember it's so scary. I just remember the doctor coming into my room and telling me like, you have 24 hours to live. Like, that's just one of those moments you don't forget. And I remember thinking like, I feel really bad. Like, I kind of feel like I'm dying, but I was like this, I know I'm not dying. Like I, this can't be the end. I could, this can't be it. I just kind of like knew it deep down in my, in my soul. Um, they ended up calling my husband in from training and they brought him into the hospital. He had like literally out of a movie, like war paint all over him. And I was like, Oh, Oh snap. This is kind of real. I guess, you know, I guess people aren't lying to me. I am, I am going down the tubes pretty quick. Um, 
anyways, my, for, for whatever reason, my angels watching over me, my body did like a dramatic turnaround within the next like 12 hours. And I was able to, to fight through it. And, um, I delivered a, a healthy boy. He was extremely healthy. He was a, a little premature, but, um, he was fine. And, um, I survived that first pregnancy. Um, so then we, we moved to Hawaii and three months later I found myself pregnant again. Um, so this was baby number two. I went through like the same exact thing in and out of the hospitals fighting and battling for my life and my baby's life with HG, um, delivered, ended up delivering a healthy baby girl, but you know, having to go through HG again with that entire second pregnancy, Um, and then I got pregnant again, (laughs) right there afterwards, you would think I would, I would have figured it out, you know, what was going on. But my third pregnancy, I had HG again. Um, at this point, you know, my body is pretty, pretty broken down. I've, I've just gone through three really, really challenging pregnancies. Um, and I, we, we, at this point we were, so now I have three kids delivered healthy, I'm very grateful for them. And I get pregnant again for my fourth. So when I found out I was pregnant with my fourth, I decided that I just wanted to take a totally different approach with my body. I had, I knew what was coming. I knew I was going to have HG. I knew the battle that I was facing and I, I decided to take a different approach. And that's pretty much right then and there when I started doing a lot of research, talking to doctors, my mom is a nurse. Um, and I kind of came up with this protocol that I was going to do to combat the, to fight kind of this pregnancy, this HG that I knew was coming. Um, so I implemented all the regime, which is now, you know, our pink stork products, but they weren't the pink stork products at the time. And my pregnancy was completely different. Um, I didn't have to go to the hospital once. I think the entire pregnancy, I maybe threw up five times, which is a miracle. Um, I was running around chasing three other kids. Like, you know, my husband was in and out doing training. Um, so it was just a complete aha moment for me. And after I delivered him, my fourth baby, I was like, I, I, I have to share this with other women. Like I know the pain that they go through when they're fighting for their babies, when they don't feel pregnant, I know how hard it is on the other families. And I have this answer in front of me and this kind of protocol to, to fight the, the, these, these hard pregnancy, these challenging pregnancies. And that was just where my passion came from to start pink stork was just from my past experiences. So that's, I guess, essentially when Pink Stork was born was after I had Christian, my fourth. Um, and we started with nine products. It was the products that I used to, to help me during my pregnancy. And our niche was, you know, morning sickness. We didn't really, we didn't really, I guess I didn't really push for other things that came further down the line. Um, as Pink Stork started to grow. Um, but we started just in helping women with morning sickness. So, Um, you know, that was a really exciting moment. We were getting lots of feedback from women who were saying, Oh my goodness, this is so great. Like, do you have anything for this, this, and this? And I was like, no, I don't, but that's a great idea. So, yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of how, how we, how literally how we, and to this day, how we add new products to our, to our brand is just from our customers that say, we want to see this, we want this, we want this. So, um, 
I can't take credit for, for anything else that, that all goes to, to our customers and just, um, you know, for anything beyond those nine products. So, um, I just think it's so cool how you took something so hard because, so I was telling you, like I, I, from weeks like five to 10, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I like, couldn't, I was like fetal position all day long. <laughs> I worked from oh, home, no. thank goodness, but I would just pull up my computer and like work from the couch. I had to like hands and knees crawl from our bed right. to our couch. It was, and then weeks 10 oh, to 16, I, I threw up every day, but only like once or twice a day, weeks five to yeah. 10, I never, I never threw up. And then 10 to 16, I, I threw up, uh, every oh, day, goodness. but I felt better. And so I cannot even imagine throwing up that many times a day and like, not even, you couldn't like, you had to put your life on hold ultimately. Um, yes, it was, it was like, I had strangers watching my kids. Yeah. It was, it was horrible. It was oh. horrible. But then taking something so horrible and then turning it into something so positive. I just think that's incredible. Like seeing how these like, real food focus, real, like natural holistic uh, products impacted your life and then being able to share that with other people I think is just I feel like that should be like the theme of motherhood and like the tribe of motherhood is that we we help (laughs) each other versus like you know because like this worked for me how can I how can I share this because we all it's like the one thing that all of us can really connect on is the hardship that comes and so if we can alleviate that in any capacity it's so awesome so thank you because now I use the prenatal and I'm obsessed with it (laughs) oh good I'm glad I'm glad you like it so what was the what was the first product what was like the real game changer for you um for that pregnancy the the fourth pregnancy right was totally different so which which what did you start with like what was the kind of aha first thing that made the biggest difference so that's, that's a really good question. That's really hard to answer too, because I feel like it was a combination of all the products together, you know, with, with HG or morning sickness, you're combating so many, di- you kind of have so many different things going on in your body that you kind of need to attack it from every angle. Um, so there was an immune booster, there's a probiotic, there's the vitamin, putting nutrition in your body, keeping yourself hydrated. You know, that's what those first nine products, what they were aimed at doing and, and what ultimately helped, helped me in that change my fourth pregnancy around. That's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. so cool. Okay, sweet. Well, um, let's then dive in. Cause on that note, I like to dive into your approaches a little bit because you have five approaches. Um, and I love it on your website. You talk about how all diseases begin in the gut. Um, right. from, you know, the Hippocrates quote. And so I like that your approach is multimodal and, and it's not just like band-aid let's fix it with like meds. It's more, let's dive into the deeper, um, literally like to the gut of it. Right. And let's, let's heal and make the gut healthy. And then because so much of our immune system is in our gut, it totally impacts the way that we feel on a daily basis. So, um, I would like to talk a little bit more about your approach and, uh, kind of how you came up with that. And, uh, yeah. What, what are your thoughts there? Right. So, so when we were, when we were originally looking to, in my fourth pregnancy, you know, I guess like gaming up to fight this HG that I knew was coming. Um, one of the things that we discovered was that there was this bacteria, you had to kill the bad bacteria in your gut. So I think, you know, the approach starts by you want to, you know, kill this bad bacteria in your gut. So you're, you're, you're taking these products that are going to help, um, eradicate the bad bacteria in your gut that's making you feel not so great. Um, and then at the same time, you want to make sure that you're putting in good bacteria. So, you know, take away the bad, put in lots of good, um, is our approach. You know, things need to be really clean. Our bodies, 
you know, function better when that's natural and clean products. So that's, you know, another one of our approaches is that we make sure that we are using the cleanest ingredients possible. Um, cause that's really what's going to give your body the best. That's what's really going to help your body be its best. Um, so natural ingredients is organic. If you can get it organic, even better. Um, eliminating a lot of bad things that you're putting in your body, um, you know, sweeteners, dyes, additives, things like that. And, um, really letting all that kind of mesh together is, um, is what our approach entails. So. I love it. And that's, you know, that's, it's one of those things where it's like, um, you know, we talked, we talked about this on the podcast before how sometimes when women get pregnant and like you're sick and it's just so hard to get good stuff in because you're, you have right. weird cravings and sometimes the last thing you want to do is eat nourishing food. But ultimately it is so important to support our bodies in like a multi-leveled approach from the food that we eat to the supplements that we take. And so it's nice. Um, I've actually had a number of women reach out to me since I shared the liquid prenatal saying that for them during pregnancy, it's actually much easier to get in that liquid prenatal than a pill because sometimes it's just hard to swallow pills. Um, and I found that it impacted me immediately the first day that I took it. I think for some reason having it in liquid form, which you could probably speak to this, um, I just felt like I, I felt like I, the B vitamins were like pulsing through my body. <laughs> That's right. the only way I can explain it. I went and worked out and I just like immediately, like the energy difference was huge. So um, That's amazing. Yeah. So what made you create a a liquid prenatal was that one of the originals or is that something you yes. came up with later okay yeah so it was one of the originals and you know just for reasons you said it's really hard to to swallow a pill when you're not feeling really yeah. good when you're throwing up so you know taking a liquid a liquid is kind of common sense and i think that one of the things about pink stork that i love so much is that sometimes the simple answer mm -hmm. is your best answer and that's a, a lot of the times that's what we try to do like get back to the basics of to what you're putting in your body and what your body needs it's simple take it strip everything else away Sometimes we just naturally overcomplicate things and, you know, you just need to get back to the simple foods, the simple ingredients, the simple, you know, solutions. Um, so taking, when you're not, when you don't feel like throwing up, uh, taking a liquid form is your, is your best bet. And, um, not only that, but it's also it's more easily absorbed by your body, um, in the liquid form. So that's probably reasons why I would guess you feel like you could work out right after you take that, that, um, the supplement, the foundation, um, right away is cause it's going to go straight into your, into your bloodstream, um, in the liquid form. Yeah. So, so awesome. I love it. I take it every morning. I yeah. look forward to it actually. It has, it kind of tastes medicinal, but, um, I actually really like the flavor of it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, good. I love good. it. Yeah. Um, awesome. Okay. Well, uh, do you have any other, like, I'm trying to think of, um, there's so much more. So what are, I guess let's go through like the full package. What are the supplements that you would recommend for someone? And, and something that, um, we talked about on this podcast as well is like, preconception, you should be taking care of yourself. And I hate the word should, but ideally we're taking care of ourselves just as well as we would during pregnancy. So right. starting even before pregnancy, what would, what, what is like the full package of supplements or nu nutrients that every woman should be getting? 
Right. So I think that, you know, like I said, when Pink Stork first started, it was like morning sickness was our niche. But, you know, it, it's really this whole entire season of, of your life that we need to focus on um, to ultimately give you the best results with it, which is like a healthy little baby at the end. So with that, you know, we'll start, we start we now start with fertility. So we have products for fertility to help, you know, right down to Let's say you're, you don't even want to get pregnant, but you just want to ovulate your cycle and get things more regular in your body. Um, so we offer products and supplements for that. We offer products to help like boost your fertility to kind of get you ready for your trying to conceive and give you the best optimal chances of doing that. Um, and then obviously we have morning sickness products that's going to help you with morning sickness, nutritional products to help you all the way through your entire pregnancy. So vitamins teas, calming products. Um, and then at labor and delivery, that's like another important, I think, stage of this, of this, um, of in your pregnancy, you want to give your body the best chance to be able to, to go in there feeling, you know, labor is a lot of work. So you want to feel kind of like readied and energized to go into this, this, this great, uh, I don't know what you call it. The great, great we always 12. say it's like yeah. the greatest athletic event of your life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you've done now five times, which is super amazing. <laughs> yeah. So you, you want to feel fueled up before mm-hmm. that starts. And, Not depleted. You know, yeah. Exactly. And I mean, you think about it and you're like, wow, I just had like nine months of struggle of, you know, even if, even if you do have a relatively healthy pregnancy, you're still, your body is doing so much more. So So we, we focus on, you know, helping you get ready for, for that home stretch. And then we've, we've expanded into nursing products as well. So to help you and your baby while, while you're, you're nursing. So So and did you notice a pretty stark difference? Um, speaking of labor and delivery, like fourth and first because of the way your body was supported during pregnancy in that fourth one? Oh my goodness. Okay. So my labors before with my first three were Mm -hmm. about 15 hours, 15, 17 hours. Mm -hmm. My last two were, I had Christian in three hours and Gloria in two hours. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Your body was just primed. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, that's much better than a 17 hour labor. I can't imagine. Mine was seven. Um, oh my goodness. And it was, yes. I mean, it was great. It was, I felt like it was effective. Like the first five hours I was at home and I labored with my husband and our doula and it was just like, it was amazing. And then the final hour and a half really was at the hospital and I like pushed for the last bit. And so it's amazing. Um, it can feel, it's hard no matter what I can't imagine. I'm right. sure those two hours were still insanely intense. Yeah. I'm not saying it was easy. <laughs> <laughs> but shorter is in my opinion, you know, I can only imagine seven, another and another ten hours on top of what I did. I can't even fathom. So, oh my goodness, props yeah. to you. I love it. Um, okay, so cool. So basically, <laughs> women can be set up in every stage from prenatal or from preconception to pregnancy to uh, labor and delivery ultimately, and then postpartum as well, um, which is so great. And and I I feel and from what women we've talked to and my own experience, like the better setup and the more nutrients and the more nourished that you are during pregnancy, I believe the easier um, time you have postpartum with recovery and mindset and better sure. able to avoid postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety because um, your body right. is fueled. And we know that so there's such a brain gut connection. So if we support the gut, we right. support the brain, which is, supports our hormones and our mood and everything. So, right. so cool. Yes. 
yeah, we have teas that help either they're uplift they're for postpartum, like depression. Mm-hmm. We have a, you know, recovery tea. So that's like you said, it's such an important kind of little season, little, little part of your life to focus on, but it has such a big impact for months and years afterwards. It's so huge. And then, and then that d- directly impacts the health of the, your baby because the quality of for your sure. breast milk and the qual- quality of your mood and your energy levels totally impact our little ones. So I just, right. it, it gives me all the feelings the, the more we can support women. And what really drew me to, I had never really heard. I don't even know how I came across your prenatal. I'm not going to lie. It was like an Amazon search. <laughs> like the one Probably. I was, the one I was using, which will go unnamed, got bought out by a bigger company, which will also go unnamed. And I wasn't <laughs> happy about it. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to, um, change things up, which I think is important to do anyways. And then right. I'm looking at your website and it's like vegan, organically grown, independently tested, manufactured and quality tested in the USA, FDA, CGMP, gluten-free, nothing artificial, soy-free, dairy-free, non-GMO. I was like, how have I not heard? And it's all real food based. It's all from like real holistic, natural ingredients. Um, so where, how did you, I guess, decide to go this route? I know it was a matter of like, you know, your own experience and you knew that you wanted to take another route, but I guess it seems to me that these products and your approach is kind of a direct response to a system um, that's more focused on kind of like pharmaceuticals and synthetically made um, products and band-aids versus getting to the deeper issue. So what was it like, what was the aha moment that led you to realize like, Hey, I, I should be supporting myself and other women with these organically grown real food, um, super high quality ingredients. What, what, what was that, I guess, trigger or transition or aha moment for you? Well, I think that it was, it it was, it came down to, I had had this three times. I had, you know, I'm grateful for the doctors. They saved my life. They saved my baby's life, but it was really, they were just, you know, putting a bandaid on my issue. It wasn't, they were able to figure out what was wrong or help me combat it. They would just, you know, try to keep me hydrated and not let me die. And I really just, I was like, you know what? Like, I took, I kind of like took it into my own hands. Like that's what they can do. Now let me see what I can do. If I can look and if I can figure, I just took my health into my own hands. That's pretty much what I did. I guess in simple terms, I just said, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take this on myself because I know what they can do. Now let me see what I can do. And, you know, it just lots of research and, you know, like I said, the simple solution, like mm-hmm. break it down to the basics and get healthy. Yeah. And which, that, you know, that's the funny thing. Cause, cause Western medicine, uh, without a doubt serves in a very important place and right. has an important purpose. But I look at it more as sick care versus healthcare where right. if we can be, and, and to me, it sounds like you're so empowered. You were so empowered to take matters into your own mm-hmm. hands and, and re- really truly take care of your own health and the health of your baby versus like, that's healthcare, you know, versus sick care where they saved your life. And that's magic. There's a magic in that. It's so important, but ultimately it comes down to, we should, we need to be empowered to really take healthcare into our own hands and then rely on Western medicine when it does get to the point where we need sick care, which happens obviously. Right. Um, Right. So I just think that's so cool. Did you have any sort of background in nutrition or holistic health or <laughs> did you just No, like, not at all. That's so funny. And I mean, at this point there, there's so many resources available. So it, clearly you found the right ones. Cause I'm looking at these ingredients and I'm just like, I'm in awe because I haven't actually found another prenatal that so, um, has so many real food ingredients. And then, you know, even something as simple right. as folate versus folic acid, which, right. you know, most, most 
prenatals these days are going to have um, folic acid instead of folate, which we know has right. a whole host of issues attached to it. So it's just, it's exactly. cool to me that you were able to be so empowered to create a product that's so nourishing, um, right. you know, just because you're like, I know that I need to make a change in my own health to right. carry these babies. So Exactly. It was kind of like out of desperation. Like I had three other kids relying on me. I had a husband who I knew was going to be gone. Like I, I had to do it. I it was, it was literally, I had no other option. Yes. I love it. That's so awesome. So on that note of being an empowered mother and woman, and, um, I would like to talk a little bit about your journey as an entrepreneur and a mother and balancing the two. And, um, yeah. So tell us like, when did, did you realize, did you have any idea where this would take you? And then also like, tell us a little bit about what it's like to balance the two. Sure. So I, first of all, no, I had no idea. I think that, you know, God just had a special plan. And at the time when I was laying in a hospital, I felt like I was dying. I just remember praying and being like, please take me out of this situation. Like, why am I going through this? Why me? Why me? And now I can answer that question. But, you know, five, seven years ago, I was asking that question, not knowing. Um, so I just, I know that God has, you know, given me these experiences to be able to help other people. And that was my goal. And that is my goal with Pink Stork, um, is to just help these other people that are, that are hurting or that are going through challenging pregnancies or that want to take their, the pregnancy into their own hands and, you know, give their body and their baby the best. So, um, you know, balancing it all, that's a daily struggle. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's no right answer. I know that a lot of people balance a lot of things in life. And I think it's just, I don't even, I don't even feel like I have to try to balance it all. I just kind of, well, first of all, I think I'm pretty laid back. So that helps. Um, and the five kids that, I mean, they've, they've been around, they don't know any different. Mom does, mom's a multitasker. Mom is, you know, nursing a baby and, you know, talking to a target buyer. Mom is, you know, it's just, it's part of our life. It's part of our, our little, our little bubble, I guess, is just, you know, and the kids help out. They, they are here at the office with me every day. Um, they are doing their school. They are, you know, helping in the warehouse. Like it's just kind of part of, part of the little life that my husband and I have created. So we don't know any different and they don't know any different. That's a very good point. <laughs> Cause how old was your oldest when you started Pink Stork? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, we're, so we're very little. blessed. Yeah. yeah. We're very blessed to, to be great. able to do this. And you said you're recording from an office. So <clears throat> do you have a home base for Pink Stork or is it, uh, do you work remotely? How does that work? No. So we have a, a home base here for Pink Stork. It's in, um, St. Augustine, Florida is where we're headquartered. Okay. So we have a warehouse here. We also have obviously warehouses, you know, around the country as well, but this is where I guess you would say operation marketing, everything like that is run out of our headquarters here in St. Augustine, Florida. Awesome. Okay. So one question. So my podcast co-host Jess and I, we did a, um, a basically like a work mom working life. Cause I work remotely. So I work from home and my daughter's here and my, we have a situation where my husband coaches CrossFit in the mornings and then he's home during the day. And then he oh, travels, nice. yeah, he travels on a weekend and teaches seminars for CrossFit and then I'm home and not working. And so we have this kind of beautiful balance where we don't need childcare right now. And, right. Um, but also working from home is hard and I have to find, try and find balance because my kid is here, but then I'm also working and 
Right. And then Jess, my co-host, she works out of the home. So her kids go to daycare and, and you know, there's, there's blessings and hardship with both, both. For sure. (laughs) So we kind of, we did a whole podcast episode on it. And one of the questions that we got that I loved. And so I want to ask you as well is, um, what are your non-negotiables? So like for me, my non-negotiables are that I have to move every day. Like I need to move my body in some capacity. I need to get outside and I need to eat nourishing foods. And then obviously the given is time with my husband and my baby. So I stop work by five. That's my, that's my goal. I get up early in any case, so those are my non-negotiables. Um, I'm curious to know what are yours. So, like in your work week, balancing motherhood and being an entrepreneur, what um, what are the things that like you you won't give up no matter what? So, I mean, I would think homeschooling is a pretty good, a pretty you know, I want I want my kids around me. That's a non-negotiable for me, <laughs> at least right now. <laughs> we'll yeah, see totally. how it is in ten years. <laughs> right. but when that's you have teenagers. a non-negotiable. Yeah, you know. Having, you know, Thomas, who was deployed and missed, you know, he missed two of our pregnancies. We, you know, I enjoy being around, being around my kids and our, our life has afforded us this opportunity to be able to be together. So, um, being together is a a non-negotiable for us. Um, also a schedule, which I am not naturally a scheduled person, but having a schedule when you have seven people in your family and you're running a company and, you know, your livelihood relies on it is very important. So that flex, that schedule is flexible, but having that schedule is a non-negotiable for us as well. I love that. And, um, let's see, another non-negotiable would be, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of another non-negotiable. I'm sure I have a lot of them. I just can't think of anything. That's fair. Right now. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners, cause we, we like to talk about food a lot in this podcast. And, um, I mean, clearly you have a, a solid understanding of the importance of nutrients oh, yes. in the body. So, and with five kids, like how do you, that's a lot of mouths. Um, yes. so what, you know, what, what, what are some of the things that, um, you guys focus on in terms of food, feeding the kids, um, who's home with them. So you work out of the office and your husband travels a ton. It sounds like, so, um, is that what, what's that situation look like? So, okay. First question before I'm getting really excited. Cause I'm like five <laughs> kids, you, you are magic. Um, what is the, no. food, what is, what is it like a typical, what, how does feeding five mouths work for you? <laughs> Busy, busy. Um, so my son actually, when he was three years old, John Hamilton contracted Lyme's disease and has a super, super, super strict diet. Um, so, so, you know, no sugar, no grains, like we try to eat as healthy as possible. And, um, you know, I'm not saying I deprive my kids of sugar, you know, foods, but we, they don't know any different almost Mm -hmm. to say like we, we eat very healthy and we implement that all the way down to our youngest kid who, you know, they, I don't know. I just think that when you start your kids off in life and when you're introducing new foods to them at such a young age, keeping them, you know, you start with the most healthiest food if you're breastfeeding or, you know, yeah. it, and it's just part of your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So we eat very healthy and they've, they've eaten very healthy from a very young age and they don't know any different. I love it. It's great. Yeah. Well, you know, Evie's been eating now for six months and she has not, she has yet to have any, no sugar and no grains. Right. And we do, we tested out dairy and she does really well. We do like raw cheese and full right. fat, you know, um, triple cream yogurt. And she loves that. But in terms of like sugar and, and, uh, grains. It's just, I don't, for right now, I don't see any point because they just take up space. She doesn't get to eat that much because she's got a tiny belly. So, and now right. she reaches for things. She wants egg yolk and she wants ghee and she wants avocado and right. 
she eats liver, like liverwurst and all these things. And so that's what she actually tends to. If I put banana and liverwurst in front of her or like grass fed beef, she's going to eat the beef over the banana. Exactly. (laughs) So yeah, like you said, I mean, I'm not depriving her. She gets to pick, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And, um, you know, it's colorful. It's you, you let them help in the kitchen. You can still make pizzas. You just make them from, you know, almond flour or coconut flour. They still have cupcakes. It's just, you know, made from coconut flour. You know, they just, you can still do all the quote unquote fun foods Mm -hmm. just with different ingredients. And, 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 you know, homeschooling, I'm sure makes it a little bit, I want to say easier. I mean, it's not, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of all what you make it right. Like I think of right. my kid and for me, it's not hard because she eats what we eat. And so we eat right. healthy. And so she eats healthy by default. So it's not like I'm making her special food, but what's right. nice about having your kid with you during the day and having um, her at home with us is that I don't have to worry about what other kids are bringing and potentially giving her. And, you know, it's just, like I have control over that, which I know I can't control things forever, but I figured the longer right. possible that I'm developing her palate to want certain foods over others, I guess. Right. And, and, you know, for me with my kids do go to birthday parties and, you know, mm-hmm. obviously they're around other kids that don't, let's say necessarily eat as clean as we do. Mm-hmm. If, if they want to eat that, I let them and guess what? They feel really bad and then they don't want to eat it anymore. Exactly. <laughs> they have to learn these lessons for themselves. Exactly. Yeah. And have you noticed that like with your, with your oh, yeah. um, eight year old that now he will tend to stay away from stuff because he's had bad experiences with the way it makes him feel? Most definitely. Especially with Lyme. I can only imagine because um, I know that systems are way more sensitive. Uh, exactly. Yes. Man, awesome. Okay. Well, so then I was like asking you six questions at once. So what does a typical day look like for you as a working mom with five kids at home? Well, I guess you have Gloria with you. Um, yes. And where are the other ones? They're they're in their homeschooling room with their teacher right okay, now. Cool. <laughs> awesome. And it, so is that is your office where you're working from at home or the, are they separate? Do you leave the house to work? Yes. Yes. We all, we all leave the house in the morning as a family and we come into the office and, um, you know, we all leave together as a family. So cool. I love it. Um, and I like how you said you have a structure, but it's not super rigid. We, in our house, we call it a rhythm. We live by a rhythm, but you know, it's okay to get off beat a little bit. Sometimes I think it's important actually for the kid to, uh, you know, learn to be flexible and to go with the flow and whatnot. So that's awesome. Yes, most definitely. Cool. Well, um, I guess I would like to just now kind of wrap up with, you know, what, do you have anything, any thoughts or um, anything you want to leave our listeners with anything coming up down the line that we should keep an eye out for um, anything like that? Um, Well, let's just say, first, I'd like to say like, thank you. Mm -hmm. And I know that, um, you know, I'm extremely blessed and honored just to, to be able to have this platform to be able to share the pink stork story. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want to encourage other women to maybe, you know, take a moment and just like look at their lives. And if they're going through a hard time, or if they're having a certain challenge in their point, just to, you know, to try to step back from where they are and look at it and see, you know, I could have never have dreamed that Pink Stork would have been, you know, what it is today, or even have dreamed that Pink Stork would exist mm-hmm. back five years ago when I was going, seven years ago when I was going through such challenging pregnancies. But I just want to encourage other people that when they see Pink Stork and they see me, I want them to think, you know, I can do that too. Like I can do what she's doing. I can help other women. I can take my challenge and share it with other people. And as women, I just think we, we need to be able to share our experiences and, you know, 
know, our insights and wisdoms through our experiences with each other just to help each other. So I guess that's what I'd want to leave with. I love it. I got goosebumps because it's, you know, that's kind of how I came to be and just to be doing what I'm doing. I think there's something so like healing personally about taking a struggle and turning it into good, you know, and then also there's so much good that comes from sharing because other people get to benefit in some capacity from what we've been through that the the shit. I mean, you had a, you had a near life, a near death experience. That's so intense. And it's so incredibly inspiring to see that you've taken it and rolled with it and created something so awesome. That's truly helping other people not have to deal with something similar. So, um, and I also want to say, like, I am so inspired by the fact that you have five children and three of those pregnancies, you had HG and you, you know, and still like showing up as such an amazing mom and everything. Cause it is, that's so hard. So huge props to you for taking such hardship and turning it into something so incredible. I'm just, it's very inspiring. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. It was, it was done with a lot of support around me. <laughs> yes, I can imagine. I love it. Um, it's cool that you're and your children get to see their mom working so hard and creating something so awesome. I think, you know, I dealt with a little bit of guilt early on, like oh, my kid is always seeing me on my computer all day long. I'm working all the time. But then someone spun that for me and kind of flipped the script and was like, listen, your daughter's watching you create something. And that and work hard and follow a passion. And, and, um, I just think that that is pretty actually incredible versus, Oh yeah. It's inspiring. Yeah. Yeah, They're going to remember, you know, my mom was a hard worker and look at what she did. I can do it too. Yeah. So awesome. You definitely are. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. So where can people find you? Um, pinkstork.com. Yeah. And I'll <laughs> link to everything in the show, lo- show notes. Um, yeah, all the products that I've, I've purchased from Amazon, which is awesome. So we'll link to everything there. Um, I know our, uh, prime is Amazon prime's the best. I just have it on like yeah, now it's just on subscribe. You save. can't beat Amazon. Oh, it's so great. So I'm glad you're there. And you're also in stores. I saw as well. Yeah. So we're, we're in all target stores nationwide. We're in a bunch of grocery stores, health food stores, your local health food stores. Um, we have a surprise rollout this summer that I can't talk about, but Ah. I'm sure you have the store right around your corner. Um, and you know, you can definitely, we, we update all our, our new products on pinkstork.com as well as on Amazon too. So definitely check us out there. Okay. Awesome. And I'll link to everything in the show notes. I'm so grateful for your time. Um, you guys, Go find Amy, go find Pink Stork. And, and even just, I love following you on Instagram because um, it's just, it's not all just like products. It's it's really fun. It's just, it's like inspiring stuff, cool photos. I You just posted one that I absolutely love, your shirt. It says raising babies and building a business. And I saw oh, that and I'm like, I now I followed the uh, little mama shirt, shirt shop because I want to go yeah. buy that. I love it. It's super cute. They're super cute shirts over there. Check it out. Yeah. I love it. So follow her on. And and then there's a little, Oh, I see little Gloria. It's so awesome. So anyways, go follow her and, uh, you can find me at laura.radicalroots. You can find Jess at jess.holdaspace on Instagram. You can email us at modernmamaspodcast at gmail.com. And we are so grateful that you are here and listening and, um, please subscribe, rate and review. It means the world to us. And, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much, Amy. Thank you so much. Take care. You too.